tweet at TodaySOR. A reminder that our regular clinical child psychologist David Coleman will be with us on Monday. The last time we spoke to David, parents had lots of questions about dealing with their children during lockdown. For some families, it's been a time to bond and bake, but for plenty more, the challenges have been enormous. Homeschooling when teaching is not uh, necessarily your strong point. Telling teens not to go out and hang around with their friends is a bit of a challenge. Dealing with children with special needs while the normal structure of their day is gone, your normal supports might be gone as well. Also, So not being able to answer your children's questions about when this will be over and their lives can go back to normal can be very stressful for parents who are expected to know these things. So David Coleman will be here with advice. Email us today, SOR at rte.ie. We're trying to get David to answer as many of those questions as possible. He'll be with us, as I say, on Monday. Now, interestingly, uh, apropos our very first item, the the company, I should say, which makes Detol, has urged people not to try injecting disinfectants as a way of treating COVID-19. This after Donald Trump said it would be interesting to check that. Uh, the disinfectant manufacturer RB, it, it's behind Dettol and the Lysol brands. It's in fact uh, a very big company. They say as a global leader in health and hygiene products, we must be clear that under no circumstance should our disinfectant products be administered into the human body through injection, ingestion or any other route. So that's uh, pretty clear uh, about that. Now, one of the positive outcomes of having a bit more free time at the moment is the children are reading more than ever. Joining me on the line is Elena Ryan, Chief Executive of Children's Books Ireland, to tell us what's going on in the world of children's books. Elena, good morning to you. Uh, tell me about the impact of the COVID-19 outbreak and how it's affected children's publishing in Ireland. Morning, Sean. Um, it, it's had a really tough effect on authors whose books were coming out around this time. So obviously book launches were cancelled and that has been really hard for the trade as well as for artists, particularly for debuts who are due to be published around this time. Um, A lot of artists will have had their publication dates postponed to later in the year and we know from surveying artists that there's some concern about what the knock-on is going to be next year. Will that mean that there are fewer contracts up for grabs effectively? Um, What we are seeing is a massive amount of creativity. So we have brilliant authors and illustrators who have gone online, recorded videos of themselves, reading their books, suggesting activities, uh, interacting live via Zoom with classes. Um, So we have certainly found that there is a a lot of willing with artists to go and reimagine what they might have done otherwise. That's brilliant. Um, Now, if people want to get their hands on actual books at the moment, what can they do? There are loads of bookshops that are now delivering. Some manage to stay open altogether, but they can get online and have a look at, uh, well, look for their local bookshop, I would say, and see if they're delivering. I've had a really speedy delivery here from O'Mahony's in Limerick this week, um, from Sheila Nagig in Clock Jordan and Tipperary, halfway up the stairs in Greystones, uh, Tales for Tadpoles, which is a specialist children's shop as well, has just reopened. The Gutter Bookshop, Books Upstairs, Raven Books. There are so many of them who are doing brilliant delivery services. They will have limited stock because the distributors in the UK are closed and in some many of them, cases. I see you mentioned O'Mahony's free delivery, same thing from Kenny's in Galway um, yeah. and, 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 and lots of stuff there. But as you say, go online and, and see what's there now. Um, and with the independence, Post has actually done a brilliant thing and brought in a, a new rate where you're paying a maximum of €2.95 for independent booksellers to oh, send out play. orders to you or free over €30. Euro. Yeah. Um, now, what about uh, the libraries, what are they doing at this time? 
libraries have got the BorrowBox app, which is great. Uh, you can get immediate access to ebooks and audiobooks, um, and you can sign up online. It would have been that you had to go into the branch and produce your ID. You don't have to do that anymore. Uh, they're increasing capacity on BorrowBox because even though they're they're digital loans, there are still only a certain number of books for people to borrow digitally. So there are more coming on stream. And some of the library authorities have additional services. So they're doing fabulous things in Dunleary Rathdown where they're delivering books in the community to cocooners or self-isolators with care packages, including seeds and flowers and chocolates and lovely things. So oh, that's again, wonderful. Get I mean, they the have website. a great library there in Dunleary. Um, oh, it's it was stunning. a controversial one, but it's fantastic. Uh, certainly on the inside anyway. Uh, now, Absolutely. Uh, as you said, despite the coronavirus, there have been lots of new books by Irish authors and illustrators. Um, let's to hear some your recommendations uh, say for younger readers <laughs> I love this for a title would you like a banana <laughs> this one is so relevant in my house Sean I've got a two year old and uh, this book is about ostensibly a gorilla but I think in real life my two year old uh, so this is about a little gorilla who's hungry, uh, but there is no way that he is going to eat a banana, not even a very small bit. And it's all about, would you like it in a bowl? Would you like it if I try some? Would you like it this way and that way? And he says, absolutely not. And there's a massive tantrum. And of course, the banana is left down and all of a sudden it disappears. And it's, where's the banana? And he's gone and eaten it and wants another banana. Uh, this will be very familiar for parents of defiant toddlers who uh, know yes, their own minds. Yes, it brings certain memories back right <laughs> enough. Yasmin Ismail is the, uh, is the author there. Now, um, uh, the next one, Mary Murphy. This is for two-year-olds up in It's called? Only a Tree Knows How to Be a Tree. And it's <laughs> yeah, a beautiful wonderful. book. Um, it's all about the natural world, the world around us and how all living creatures have a really special place in the world. So I think Mary Murphy is one of our best artists for very young children. She's a really thoughtful author, illustrator. And it's, you know, only a fish knows how to be a fish and only a bird knows how to be a bird. So it's all about the individual. Yeah. Uh, and only a plonker knows how to be a plonker. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure there's no <laughs> book to that effect. Uh, now, you want to introduce children uh, aged as young as five or a little over five, maybe to Tom Crean. Mm, yeah, I'm reading this with my four-year-old at the moment, actually. And, you know, they'll all take different things from it. It's not that they have to absorb every historical detail, but I think Tom Crean has such significance to Irish people. And this is the fourth book in this little library series that Gill Books published by John and Fatty Burke. So he's preceded by Constance Markovich and Brian Baru and Grainne Whale. And I think these stories are a really simple way for younger children to learn a little bit about some of the great characters through history. Yeah, and uh, about how he met uh, Captain Robert Scott and um, they he, he joined his crew heading for the South Pole. Yes, exactly. And I mean, you do have to read these ahead of time. We we read Brian Baru with the younger kids, but there's a lot of death and destruction in them. Um, so be warned. It's not all, all happy clappy, Fair but enough, I it? think it's a fabulous series and it's really um, stylish style of illustration from Fatty Burke as well. You've also got something for the six year olds and maybe even younger or older um, on the farming side of things. Yeah, a new book published by the O'Brien Press called Irish Farm Animals by Bex Sheridan and Glyn Evans. And I think it is about six plus. There's quite a lot of information in this. Um, it's a really lovely thing that we're now starting to see books that reflect rural life because a lot of Irish children won't have had either that experience and this is a way to learn or they won't have had that experience reflected in a book for them if this is their lives. So you go through your um, all your standard farm animals, but you've also got some unusual ones. So there are sections in there on buffaloes and alpacas and rare breed pigs, um, written by an author and illustrator who are really passionate about the subject. Tell me about Chasing Ghosts, an Arctic adventure by Nicola Pierce. 
Yeah, Nicola Pierce um, is the author of Spirit of the Titanic and City of Fate, among other books. And this is one of the books that suffered from having lost its book launch. So brilliantly, she did a, a virtual book launch for herself on Twitter in her dressing gown, uh, which I very much enjoyed. But Chasing Ghosts is another brilliantly written book. It's set in the late 1840s. Um, and it's about the the search for the Northwest Passage. So it's all about that uh, kind of Atlantic exploration. And it brings together two completely different stories. So one set in Derry about a girl called Anne and her brother William, who are convinced that the spirit of their sister, who's just passed away, is haunting them. And that is linked to this great epic expedition. And she weaves them together really brilliantly. There's some good, eerie, supernatural stuff in there too. Okay, a quick hit with some of the um, new Irish books for young adults. Archibald Locks, Volume 1 by Darren Shan. Yep, Darren Shan, uh, the the master of horror, is uh, well known to many Irish young adults. And what he's done with the Archibald Locke series, which again is a big epic fantasy, he's released the first volume, which is three books. The first is free to download. And this is a, a kind of a parallel universe story about a young locksmith called Archibald Locks, who's about to cross over into another world and explore it. So he's, he's done this in the hope that people will be able to get their hands on it months ahead of when it was supposed to be released. So this is a, right. a positive story. Excellent. Um, And you have another book. uh, It's set in Donegal in 1976. What's that about? Yes, On Midnight Beach by Mary Louise Fitzpatrick. Again, she's one of our most talented artists. She's a gorgeous writer. And this is set in the long, hot summer of 1976 um, about a a group of friends really coming of age. So it's about a dolphin coming to a place called Carrick Cove, which kicks off some really extraordinary events. And I think it portrays so beautifully those intense friendships of teenage years. Um, and another one that I have noted is The Gone Book by Helena Close, who is a Limerick writer and it's her first book for young people. And she is published by Little Island Books. The language in this, I think, is great. It's very Limerick. Uh, the, the conversation between the teenagers is excellent. She gets the tone really right. Ah, super. Now, you have some great projects, of course, going on yourselves in Children's Books Ireland. Um, tell me about Share a Story. Share Story is something that we're really enjoying hearing people's feedback on, actually, because we are all staying apart and because the grandparents in so many cases are cocooning. We're encouraging people to use the technology available to them to read stories rather than just making phone calls. And it's such a simple idea, but whether that is a parent who's under time pressure and wants 15, 20 minutes to themselves to ask a grandparent or another family member to read a story to the kids using Zoom or WhatsApp or Skype, um, and to, to have some normal family time that way. So we've made a, a video, we've teamed up with Family Friendly HQ and we've we've made a video on top tips for how to do that really well so that everybody will get the most out of it. Family Friendly HQ have got a reading hub set up, lots of reading recommendations on there as well as the video um, that, that kind of explains now, how to do it best. quick mention for a thing called your Reading Hero Award. Yes, uh, KPMG Reading Hero Award. KPMG is the sponsor of our awards um, for some of the best Irish authors and illustrators. Those awards are going to be announced on the 19th of May. And this year there's a new one, which is an award for a child or a young person who is a reading hero. Now, that might mean they finished their first book, overcoming language or learning difficulties. It might be that they've read 20 books during this lockdown time and you want to nominate them for that. So really we're asking the adults of Ireland to nominate a child who they think is a reading hero. Uh, the deadline for that is May 8th. There is a prize of a 200 euro book voucher for that child and a 1000 euro book token for their school. 
And there's also a weekly competition running. So week three is closing today, but next week, uh, week four is to draw your favorite character from a book and send it in to us. And there's a hundred euro weekly prize there for book tokens as well. Brilliant stuff. Look, Elena, we're going to leave it there. Elena Ryan, Chief Executive of Children's Books Ireland. Thank you indeed for talking to us. We're talking about our, our music choices and particularly a lot of vinyl being played. We'll be doing that with John Marr after these.